This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Danny, do you think that Adam Peters should make the decision on who their head coach is going to be? Or do you want the brain trust they've put together, which is several billionaires in the ownership group, Spielman, Myers, Harris, all to be heavily involved, and Peters to just have a voice at that table? I want to start the precedent that the dude that's hired to do the thing does the thing. You went and got Adam Peters not to be someone, not to be one of the guys. You got him to be the guy, so let him be the guy. This is his first order of business. Now, he could be collaborative and and involve everybody else and say, here's why I'm thinking this and here's why I'm thinking that. The whole point is to have the buck stop right there. That's the whole point of this entire thing. And that's why I'm so excited because you finally have that capability. It's no more the, the, the direct contrast of having the coach who thinks about today versus the general manager who thinks about today, tomorrow, the next day. And a lot of times with the same person butting heads. The direction of the franchise is to be set by Adam Peters. He's here to do that, so let him do it. It should be his. It should be his call. Again, if he wants to involve other people, that's his prerogative. Collaboration can be very, very good, and it should be. You should get the opinion of other guys like a Magic Johnson. You should get the opinion of Bob Myers, of Rick Spillman and company. That's totally all well and good. Use them as a sounding board. I don't want them to do anything other than listen. Adam Peters' call, please. I think Peters should be at the table and they should get counsel from him and he should be heavily involved and they should say, who do you like? Who don't you like? Should we cross this guy off the list? Is this someone you can work with? Because when Bob Myers is just taking calls from Josh Harris about other matters in a few months, hopefully, and Rick Spielman is back doing podcasts on the 33rd team several months from now, perhaps. And, you know, the rest of the ownership group is, a spectator like the rest of us are as fans of the team, ideally from afar in some way, Peters is going to have to work with this guy every single day. So it would be obvious to say he should have major input, but I guess I'll disagree with you a little bit. I still want the committee to pick this person and Peters to be heavily influential. He's got to sign off. That's the precedent I'm willing to set where I agree with you. Mm -hmm. It's like he needs to, when they come together, he gets final say, and he goes, yeah, I like Ben Johnson more than I like Bobby Slowick. Or I like um, Brian Callahan more than I like this guy. Mike McDonald's my favorite option. Whatever. But I think th- you landed on Peters because you've got a, a really smart group of people together. Yep. I would keep doing this. They hired Bob Myers for a reason. He had a great relationship, by the way, with Peters. 
But they brought in Spielman, and he sat down and talked ball with Peters for hours and hours and hours. Incorporate him in the conversation Peters is going to have with Ben Johnson next week. So I would, um, if it's a, you know, if this is basically an A or a B, like you got to choose one of two choices, this is now Adam Peters' decision to make on who the head coach is going to be? Or the room is nine deep and Peters is at the head of the table kind of mm-hmm. helping with the the interview? I would go with B. I want Bob Myers and Rick Spielman and Harris, who I think is really smart, and Mitch Rails, who I think is a really good businessman and really smart, and Magic Johnson and whoever else to be involved. Look where it's gotten you so far. Yeah, right? it, got, it got you Peters. It got you part of the way here to what we're looking for, to be clear. Let's go to Rusty, who's in Richmond, listening on 9, 10 a.m. and 105.1 FM. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. Listen, Peters has all the leverage, or he had all the leverage over the past couple of years, right? All right, so he had all these teams that wanted to interview him. He said, no, thanks. There are a million teams that want him. So when the commanders came to him, you know, one of the first things he probably said is, I want to make sure that I get first right, not, not only first right of refusal, but also I want to get the guys that I want to interview in the room and I want to be able to have veto power and, you know, be able to select my own head coach. Now, of course, he's going to want to collaborate in this, that, and the other, but you know, it's not like this, this is a guy who was begging to try to get a GM job and take what he could, whatever he could get. He, he had terms and conditions and he's going to want one of his guys. And I think that that was, Probably something that, you know, Harris is, was was happy to give to him because he trusts him. Right. The idea is it's not going to be, I'm going to surprise you with a candidate that didn't come up in the interview process. It's a great point. Yeah. I, mean, I said this last week, and I, I, we let's bring it back up. And I'm always careful with this because I, I don't want it to sound definitive or like I know exactly how this works. But there is a perception that is reality, I think, within football, which is to say, I, I think that it's a lot more known the direction these teams are going to go than we think. All right, so what do I mean by that? Like, it, we have talked about Adam Peters more than any other GM candidate for a while because he was the most sought-after guy. But you hired Bob Myers and Rick Spielman and you brought these big brain trusts and you spent millions probably on those guys mm-hmm. to land on the guy that I would have hired, knowing nothing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Also, it's four days after it started. These conversations didn't begin on Tuesday. I, I mentioned talking years ago at one point. This has only been a, you know, probably a year or two ago. To a guy who represents non-players in the league. And they said that they have had plenty of times over the years where they knew going into an interview whether their client was getting the job or not. Now, this gets tricky when you start talking about the Rooney rule and who gets gigs and who doesn't. It's probably not great for the league, but it's also to some extent how business works. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of times a company is going to put a listing on a website because they have to, but they've got an internal candidate that they really like already, or maybe it's not an internal candidate. But you're the boss, you're you know, you're a radio program director, let's say, and you worked with someone at a previous stop who you know is looking for a job who you think would be perfect for what you've got. And you might interview ten or twelve people, and it doesn't mean you're not being true to the process or thorough. 
But this agent was suggesting to me, basically, that you almost always know before your guy and goes in interviews if they're getting the job or not. And I guess my point in saying that is I believe that they know who the head coach is going to be right now. Uh, and maybe that's slightly overstated. They've got a good idea. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I think that was probably the case two weeks ago, yeah. to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of thought, assumed, also hoped, uh, but thought and assumed it was going to be Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions. But I do... Th- ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. I do think that while if Mike McDonald just destroys in the interview and you're like, holy crap, that guy is brilliant. We got it, yeah. Maybe you you can pivot. Or if Aaron Glenn sits down and everyone comes out of that meeting and goes, I don't know how, but we have to have him as a part of our organization. And if you already are, are pretty sold on Ben Johnson, maybe you, you try to figure out, is there any way we could get him as the assistant head coach, D coordinator, you know, or elevate his title and we, we take both of the Lions guys away. Like, I'm not saying that the process is a sham, I hope, but I do think that there's way less uncertainty with a lot of this stuff than we think. Yeah, and the reporting well, game is a, a lot of it's a dog and pony show. It's like this guy's interviewing, this guy's interviewing, this guy's interviewing. Right. Who wants, the, who wants their word out from agents? Yeah, and everybody's got an agenda these there. These teams yeah. are putting out, like, Washington didn't do this necessarily, um, but like eight, you know, some of these teams, was it the Panthers? One of these teams had a list of like 11 people that they're interviewing. And in this era, the first batch is all on Zoom. So, like, it's literally like, Danny, they're not even having to leave their house or their Mm -hmm. office. They sit there for a couple hours and do the interview with you. Who do they fly in? When this thing gets serious, like, who's it actually going to be? And if if they don't know it's Ben Johnson, as an example, my guess is they know, and they have known, as I said, two weeks ago. I guarantee they know who the the final couple three are. Well, they, they brought five in. And the final two, three days after it started, were the two guys, shocker, that we suggested were the two finalists, Cunningham and Peters. I'm not sitting here saying that we're not completely unplugged, you and I, but, like, we're also not that plugged in. Some of this is just pretty obvious. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.